All right, folks, here we go. Another Sunday. We're getting close to Christmas. Less than 10 days. Less than actually a week from sun, from tomorrow. Obviously, we're now into the in the week 15. And obviously, we're getting closer and closer to the postseason. Only only three weeks after this, before we determine who which 14 teams will go for the Lombardi Trophy. There were games yesterday. Obviously, there was a there was a game on Thursday that resulted that that had no meeting, but it did result in finally Brandon Staley being shown the door. So I wish he would have been fired during the game. That would have been even better for to send to send a proper message. But he and the general manager were shown the door, and then obviously yesterday's three games were interesting. A, gr- a great finish for the Vikings and the Bengals. Bengals came from behind. And the Colts, I pretty much put the Steelers. Oh yeah, one thing, one cool thing that I, I think I ever did is that Ben Roethlisberger has this uh, podcast called Full Football. So he and a he and a buddy of his were watching the game, and I was watching on my computer his his little podcast while watching the Steelers Colts game, and that that might have been the coolest thing I've ever done. See, one of the all time greats analyze the game or. Or be jealous of why he's not in there helping his team, right? And then, the, and then I, I have now had a, a franchise record seventeenth loss in our betting picks. <laughs> as that Detroit, as Detroit, that that Detroit showed up instead of the questionable Detroit. He, they Denver had no chance at all. Down twenty-one nothing, and that was it. Yeah, well, when it comes to that betting picks, man, I was looking at uh, John got a loss yesterday too. And I was looking, man. He's in second place behind me, and I got seven more wins than him. We only have three weeks left after this, so yeah, you might be the champ this year. You you very well be the champ. I damn sure ain't gonna be the champ. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I I almost yeah, I almost got it locked up. But you know, if we do it the same way we did last year, we also picked one game each round of the playoffs. So yeah, but by by the time by the time we get to to there, I'm gonna be so far behind it won't even matter. You know, I'm just you know, I just. But maybe you but, can get a run I, and get yourself back to five hundred at least. Well, that depends on who I get, who I who who I pick. <laughs> if yeah. they if they actually give a fuck about me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but anyway, let's get to these matchups here for today, week week fifteen, these Sunday games here, and also the Monday night game. We all all know. We have some unanimous choices. Let me turn this light on. It's dark out here. It's going to rain today here in Philly. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, I will say, man, I am annoyed this week with the NFL flexing this Eagles game to Monday night, you know. I'm a little – yeah, it's it's taking away my bowling and stuff. It's it's taking away stuff. I – you know, because I got to be focused on that. And I'm I'm a little – I'm a little – peeped at myself for that but yeah yeah no, I mean, but I, I don't know like, man I think when I was when we were younger I'm having a night game is cool but I, now I gotta work you know it's like I gotta wake up at five I don't want to watch it I don't want to stay up till midnight watching a football game you know well, it's different from when you're 15 and then you're 37 and you know 15 <laughs> it's cool but when you're 37 and you work and you have a life and even though neither of us are dads but we could if we were have kids or whatever that's a tougher, a tougher deal to watch these games, knowing knowing the responsibilities. Yeah, I know, I know, man. Well, I'll say one. The one good thing about this weekend is, um, with the games yesterday already being played, 
we don't have a whole lot of games to talk about. I only have five that I have like, stuff written up on because there's a lot of bad games too this week that we could go yeah. over. So we'll we'll look at the unanimous choices. Your fa- your favorite team, the 49ers. They have a easy game here today against the uh, Arizona. They'll be in Arizona today, so Yeah. Yeah, um that that's an easy one. Niners will win that one. Yeah. So and Kansas City, holding our breath and fingers crossed, played the Patriots today with with that terrible defense. Or well not not neither team plays horrible defense. They're both playing really good defense, but Kansas City coming off one of the most controversial losses they've had in many years. Obviously, it's been a, it's been the story of the week for uh, you know with the with the offsides call, but can Kansas bounce back today? Yeah, I mean on paper this game should be a blowout, but without bad the Chiefs offense, I shouldn't say bad, but how disappointing they've been this year. Um, you know, it might be a closer game than you would think, but KC will still win. All right. Well, we will start. We will start this look over of the games here with. Well, we're going to do a little shotgun no huddle. Get over some of these bad games. So the first game is the NFC South. Tout Atlanta going to Carolina. I think this is one of your picks for the week. Yeah. Obviously, the Falcons trying to stay in this division race. Obviously, it's been a rough. It's obviously been a rough year to this point. For for obviously for Carolina, it's been a dan- it's been a just a lost year. It's been horrendous. But Atlanta still has an outside chance to win the NF to win the NFC South. Actually, they have a better than a, a possible chance. I think they could, but they need a win today. Obviously, they're playing Carolina. That should be easy, but nothing's easy in 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 life or in this game. So go ahead. Yeah. So. Um... Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is one of my picks. I took Atlanta. They're giving up three. It's actually down to two and a half now. Either way, yeah, they're built for this game. With this, we got a ton of wind. It's it can't. Our, the storm came through here yesterday. It's still super windy here, but nonetheless, it's going to be up your way. North Carolina is going to be windy. Yeah, Atlanta's built for this one because they're a run heavy team, or they should be a run heavy team. So, you know, they're going to win this one. Final score, I'm going to say. 26 to 13. Yeah, this is not much of a matchup. I'm not going to waste my time here. I mean, obviously, these are two teams. You know, it's not, you know, obviously, the big story is can um, can Atlanta stay in this division race, which they will, regardless of the result. But the thing is, Carolina, will they even do anything worth a damn? I mean, basically, they're, they're down to spoiler because that's all they have left is divisional games. And they only play the spoiler role at this point. So we'll see. I think Carolina might show up today with the weather. Like you said, the weather's going to be pretty rough here on the East Coast with that rain and wind, a nor'easter, you know, kind of a subtropical storm, it looked like, because now we're in December, so that season's over with. So obviously, I think uh, the Falcons will will make it interesting. But like I said, I don't think it's going to be much of a di- di- much of a deal here. So I'm going to go with the Falcons in the final score. 16 to 10. Okay, okay. All right, we're going to go to the West Coast. And this is, well, this is actually one of my other picks. I'm not going to mention what it is. But obviously, the, the commanders, and I'm pissed off at, 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 the, at, the, at the organization because they should have fired Ron Rivera during this bye week. They're coming off of a bye week. 
and then they mentioned recently in the in the in the news that they will fire Ron Rivera at the end of the season should they miss the playoffs, but they're going to miss the playoffs. They'll be probably eliminated after this game today. But the problem is they could have fired him now during this this break. Give uh you know give uh Eric Bieniemy an opportunity. I know you don't really care, but or don't really bother, but it would have made sense. I know, but it would have made sense for the situation. The Rams are obviously playing really good football here. Winners of three of their last four, coming off a tough loss, a tough overtime loss in Baltimore, but they're they're home, and this is a critical matchup. They have a it's a short week. They have the Saints coming here on Thursday, so Rams trying to get their trying to stay in this wild card race while Washington just try to salvage whatever the hell they have left of them. Go ahead. Yeah, this is my other pick from uh, our picks, and it's actually John's pick too. So. With John losing yesterday, he has zero chance of making up any games on me this week. Um, but yeah, dude, they don't Eric Bia any nothing. I mean, they got re- they obviously have respect for Ron Rivera. Uh, I mean, everybody has, respects him. I don't think he's a good head coach, but he's a he's been around the league a long time. He's a really good defensive coach. I mean, they re- they respect him and they're gonna let him play out the coach out the year. They owe Eric Bieniemy nothing. He's done. He's been with the team what eleven games. He hasn't exactly done some great job as offensive coordinator either. So, just because he's Eric Bieniemy doesn't mean he's just gonna get handed something. Um, but nonetheless, yeah, this is my pick. So I've already talked about this game. Um, the Rams, at least when we did it on Thursday, they were giving up six and a half points. I think they're gonna cover the. Redskins' pass defense is horrible. Look for a big game from Stafford and, the, and Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua. And, uh, yeah, this this should be a pretty nice, easy victory for the Rams, who are playing a lot better over the last, like, month or so. So, yeah, Rams, final score, I'm going to say 37-23. Yeah, like I said, it's not going to be much of a big matchup here. I mean, Washington at this point in the year just trying to figure out what what they're going to be in the future is Sam Howell their long time long time answer even though he's in the top five in passing yards he's also the most sack quarterback in the league by a bunch as well and really at this point you know you're looking at the Rams they're trying to get to the playoffs Stafford is healthy this is the healthiest he's been in two years at this time of the year and obviously having Puka Nakua who has a legit chance to win offensive rookie of the year if he puts up strong numbers moving down the stretch, but C.J. Stroud might win that award. Obviously, we'll see what happens. You know, but Nikola's had a great year. He leads all rookies in receiving and in, and in, and in yards, so he's had a great year, so congratulations to him. And obviously, we'll see what happens there, but but I think that this is a, this is a tough spot here for Washington. Basically, they're looking at being eliminated I don't know if they get eliminated today, but they probably will next week by, by this point. So Rams win big, and the final score, um, 20, 39 to, to 23. Okay. Basically similar score to you have. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, I just saw on the TV, old Houston playing new Houston. <laughs> the Houston Texans going to Tennessee to play the Titans and Titans wearing the old Oilers uniform today. Bad news if you're a Texan fan. No, C.J. Stroud. He suffered a concussion last week and is and is out for today. So, 
So obviously that brings in Case Keenum, a Houston legend, and that's in college, not pros. Obviously, we'll see what happens here today between these two teams. Houston obviously trying to stay in in a wild card position, though with Indian Cincinnati winning yesterday, with with if they win today, if Houston wins, they do knock off Cincinnati out of the wild card because of their of their head to head matchup. So this is a critical game for them, but they have to do it without, but they have to do it without. Uh, C.J. Stroud today. So this is a critical matchup here. Tennessee trying to play the spoiler role. They did to a degree last week with the Dolphins on a Monday night. Can they do it again today wearing their old wearing their old city jerseys to piss them off? So go ahead. Okay. Maybe I didn't hear you right. You, Davis Mills is playing quarterback, right? No. Case Keenum. Oh, really? Case Keenum is Case Keenum, yeah. Oh. He's starting. He's starting. Okay, I thought they were starting Davis Mills. I mean, it really doesn't change my pick anyway. Um, but yeah, this one is one of the games I actually have something written up on just because Houston's in the playoff race. And Tennessee, while not a playoff team, they, they, could, be a, they could be a decent spoiler this year. Um, but yeah, like you said, Stroud's out and apparently Case Keenum's in. Um, I haven't heard anything about Nico Collins. He's been injured on the injury report this week. I'm going to assume he's playing. Um but nonetheless, I mean, losing Stroud's a big blow to this team for a week. It's just one week, but still. I mean, Stroud's number two in the NFL in passing yards with 3,631 yards. Um, he's, been, he's been lights out this year. But then, and then you look at Tennessee, though. Um, they also have their own rookie quarterback that's showing some talent. Um, you know, this team was really bad early in the year. But since uh, Will Levis took over as a starter, they're three and four. I mean... Considering how bad they were with uh, Ryan Tannehill, that's something. Um, last week we saw uh, Tennessee make that comeback victory against Miami, led by Levis, who threw for his first 300-yard game of his career. Um, and and you look at history, recent history, uh, this Tennessee offense obviously goes through Derrick Henry, and Derrick Henry d- destroys Houston, man. Um He's had five straight games where he's had 126 rushing yards or more, and four of those five yards, he's gone for over 200. Or four of those five games, he's gone for over 200 yards. So, I mean, he just he just tears this defense up. This is a better defense than they've been in the past couple of years, but still, um, I do expect him to hit 100 yards. I expect a big game from uh, Will Levis, too. I think he's starting to hit his stride. And the, that Houston pass defense is just, you know, mediocre. I think Tennessee's going to win this game, and and these two teams are going to meet again, I think, in two weeks. Either way, Tennessee wins the first one, and and I'm going to say the final score is 30-16. Uh, to 16. Yeah, this is a tough spot for Houston, being on the road without their starting quarterback, without their now franchise quarterback, who's been very impressive this year. Tennessee's got momentum. They beat Miami. That's probably one of the bigger upsets of the season, going down to Miami and winning, especially the way they won with those five, with that that, that last two great touchdown drives and three scoring drives in less than five minutes in that game. <laughs> Obviously, at this point, Tennessee is a lost season. They're five and eight. They're not going to the playoffs. But obviously, they can finish strong and and give some people like Mike Vrabel a chance to return for another year. It's not like Mike Vrabel's job is in 
any serious jeopardy, but obviously they're not going to make the playoffs, and you know there's a lot of questions about this roster. Even though Will Levy's, there is no question he is the franchise core. He is their guy moving forward. You know he is their starting quarterback for the next, at least for the foreseeable future. So yeah. I, I think he's going to have a a big game. Like you said, Derrick Henry has had a lot of success against Houston. Texans more rushing, more hundred yard rushing games than any other team in the league. So I expect another big day, and he's healthy. Like I said, I'm just looking at guys being healthy, and if they're healthy, they're gonna they're gonna ball. So I got Tennessee winning two pretty solidly. I, I don't think it's gonna be even close. I'm, I'm sorry for Houston fans. So I'm going with Tennessee, and the final score 37 to 20. Okay, yeah, I will say, man. Um... If Vrabel stays there as their head coach, I like their future with Levis at quarterback. You know, their their skill positions, they got a lot of old guys they got to replace on offense. You know, Henry and uh, Hopkins. But, I mean, that's, they could do that. They'll have the cap space. They really What they really got to do is improve that offensive line. If they can get a, get a good offensive line and a couple young skill position players, Levis could have a big year next year. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, I think everything's going well for them. Well, we'll I mean, the future is kind of bright. We'll we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Then we're in the Oilers jersey. They need to they need to cut that out, like the Eagles with the Kelly Green. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyway, we we move on, and it's our favorite new player here, the great giant, the Vito. Mama, I got ticket cutlets. I'm the offensive player. Thank hey, Mom, I was the offensive player of the week. I'm doing really, really well. Now I'm going out there. I'm sure his agent's out there, man. His agent. I, damn, he makes Drew Rosenhaus look like a moron. <laughs> the way he was dressed and everything else. Man. <laughs> you can't make this shit up, man. He is one of my favorite guys. It's just You just you can't make this shit up about this guy. This guy is... He should be the Giants guy moving forward because there's no damn, there's no damn, damn things, you know, there's no, whoa, we have some breaking news, but we're going to, we're going to save that for later. All right. But big, the big deal here is obviously the, the, the Saints trying to win this NFC South. Like I said, the Giants are too far away from being, uh, being they're not going to make the playoffs. We know that, but obviously an interesting matchup, but the Giants have shockingly won the last three games with this DeVito and obviously the Saints are trying to get to the playoffs and this is a very critical matchup for for this team if they want to get there Giants are now in spoiler mode and can be very dangerous spoiler down the stretch we gotta deal with them three three two of the next three weeks after after this week so critical matchup for the Saints as they try to get the NFC South championship why the Giants, with the veto, don't give a damn and try to continue what they're doing. Go ahead. All right. Yeah. I mean, hey, man, you, uh, you know, you mock uh, uh, DeVito. I do too. But you can't deny the guy's playing well the last few weeks, man. He's been he's been doing something. He's not an amazing quarterback by any means. He's not the franchise quarterback or anything. But he's been decent. He could be like the new uh, uh, Taylor Heineke. You know. But. For this game, uh, man, I don't know. I hate picking the Saints games anyway because I always get them wrong. They always, I, I, th- I think they're going to lose and they, they blow a team out. I think they're going to blow a team out and they lose. Um, 
you know, with the way uh, DeVito's playing, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the Giants in this one, man. I just I think uh, a decent quarterback play is, is really helping that team a lot. I mean, we saw how terrible they were with uh, Daniel Jones there, a quarterback for the first half of the year. So I think, uh, I think I'm going to go with the Giants here in an upset. So I'm going to say the final score is, um, I'll say, uh, 27-24. What was that? 27-24, Giants. Hmm. Well, like I said, this is a critical matchup for the for the for the Saints trying to win this NF, trying to win this South, and try to get to the playoffs. They were my pick at the start of the year to win this division, and they still are. But unfortunately, things are not going the way it should be going for them right now. And with the Giants coming in here playing with a little bit of house money with this DeVito kid, and let's be honest, man, we. Anybody's better than Daniel Jones at this point. We, we've seen Daniel Jones play, and the Giants are terrible. They're horrendous. They're horrendous, and they're horrific. With DeVito, they look like a team that, that might not scare people, but they're much more competitive. It, it's almost like if they started the season with DeVito, the Giants could actually be playoff contenders. That's how much better they are with him than, than Danny Dimes. <laughs> Fuck Danny Dimes. I'm sorry. Sorry. I think I think the Giants fans are are happy because this is their this is a homegrown guy. He's a homegrown guy. He's from there. He he, he represents what they most of the most of them. And obviously, the Giants team is playing really decent. You know, they had a great game last week. They played a they beat they beat a Packers team that's been playing really good football here lately. So, like I said, can the Saints hold off? Now, obviously, this game is on the road, so it might be a little tougher, but. At this at this point, I'm going to go with the home team. I just think that the Giants they could win this game. You're absolutely right, but at the end of the day, I'm going to you know I'm going to trust Derek Carr and the veteran in this team. Alvin Kamara has a big game. You know, there's still there's still a lot of flaws with this Giants team, and hopefully the Saints will execute it to end this uh the veto momentum as we play them next Monday. That the veto train comes to comes to South Philadelphia. So we'll see what happens here. So I'm going to go with the Saints, and I'm actually going to take your final score, but in reverse with the with uh with the Saints winning. Okay, okay. All right, we're going to continue. We're going to Cleveland, and another. Like I said, this has been a really crazy year for quarterbacks. Over 55 quarterbacks have started at least one game in 2023. Joe Flacco is obviously. Another un- unlikely story. Ironically, he wears number 15 just like the Beto. But anyway, but Flacco's not the Beto. He's a he's a veteran, one of the all, one of the one of the one of the better quarterbacks in the last in the last couple of years. Obviously, over the last 10, 15 years, obviously. But obviously, this is a big matchup with the Bears coming here. The Bears upset the Lions last week, but this is a tough environment. You're going to Cleveland. Still a tough defense. Still a tough place to play for any opponent. Even even your 49ers this year. So, very big matchup here today for the Browns that they try to get closer and closer. They don't want to put themselves in a in that in that in that smorgasbord of a hole with the rest of the AFC teams trying to get to the postseason. They're in the first wild card spot as we speak. Still haven't, though, not really an outside chance. They're, they basically are going to be a wild card team. I think the Ravens are going to win their division. So 
basically the Browns trying to get to the playoffs and one step closer with another victory to go ahead. All right. Um, I'm not going to waste a whole lot of time on this one. I, I still have four games that I have something to actually say about. Um, I don't want to waste time on these lesser games. But I will say that um, since Justin Fields came back from his injury, he's been that Bears team has been good. Not good, but competitive. They've, they've had some wins. Um, not that Fields is a good quarterback or anything, but, you know, he's an athlete that's capable of having a big game. Um, and I, I'm hoping he has a big game because – I do have him as my number two quarterback in my two quarterback league. So <laughs> you, you don't even like him. You don't even like him. You nah, talk about I, how much he's not a quarterback. He dropped so <laughs> he dropped so far in my fantasy draft. I just took him, uh, and I regretted it from the second I took him. But maybe he can, you know, he can make me change my mind at least about him as a fantasy quarterback. Because um, I actually I started him over Nick Mullins, who just had a big game. Um, but nonetheless, this one, I think, uh, I think, I'm hoping Fields has a good game running the ball. This one's in Cleveland, right? Yeah. Yeah, so Cleveland's D does play a lot better at home. But I'm going to hope that – I'm going to go with hope here. I need, I need him to have a big game. So I'm going to go with the Bears in an upset. And the final score is going to be 29-23. Well, to make you feel better, one of your favorite quarterbacks – is obviously on the on the cover today, Mark Sanchez. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> but anyway, Mr. Butt Fumble himself. But anyway, like I said, this is a very critical matchup for both teams. I mean, really, it, you know, the Bears are like the Giants. They they're not going to the playoffs, but they're but they're improving. They're five and eight, which you wouldn't think if, if they're if they're as terrible as they really are that they would have that kind of record. And they're still and they're still. Four weeks left in the season, including today. So, but the Browns are obviously a team trying, or looking at making the playoffs. It looks like they're going to, from where I'm sitting, and obviously, or standing at the moment, and obviously things are going pretty well for the for the Browns. They're coming off a very good win last week against uh, Trevor Lawrence and the and the Jaguars, and obviously they hope to continue their their pursuit of a wild card spot, the the top wild card spot. And obviously, we'll see what happens. But obviously, Joe Flacco turning back the clock. I think, ben, I think Big Ben's kind of jealous because he might still believe he can still play. Flacco knows he still play, and he's been and he was like you sitting on the couch watching the games, analyzing the games with his kids. Now, but now he's out there playing. He's out there playing, and he still still has gas in the tank there. So, like I said, it's going to be interesting. But for the Bears, this is a tough spot, and like I said, this is what your your deal with your quarterback situation. This is my other pick. This is my pick outside of the terrible Lions Broncos that screwed me again. So obviously the Brown the Browns being at home with that defense is gonna be very difficult for, for Fields to have any kind of success. So I'm going with the Browns to win big and the final score twenty seven to thirteen. Okay. Well, I will say, man, the fact that you took the Browns with with the way you've been going this year with your picks that 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 bodes well for my fantasy team. <laughs> yeah. All right. Where are we at now? Uh, let's see. All right. We're gonna go to. All right. Where are we at here? How many games left? We got this game. This game. All right, we're going to go to a big matchup here for Miami. 
Miami obviously needs to get their act together. They're coming off a, a shocking loss on Monday night to, to Tennessee of all teams. And we have been terrible on the road this year. And they just came out of, they just came out of nowhere and won. And obviously, bad news if you are a, a, a Dolphins fan. No Tyreek Hill today. Tyreek Hill is, had, I don't know, a knee or some kind of leg injury or something hamstring injury and he's out for today he will not play today good news for Jets they're coming off one of their, their biggest win of the year by by margin and Aaron Rodgers could could the word is could he has been officially activated again he is activated but he could play next week if the Jets stay in the playoff race but that's only if they stay in the playoff race they're a very big long shot at five and eight. I don't think they they're not making the playoffs regardless, but but Aaron Rodgers is available to play next weekend. So very interesting very interesting scenario for the Jets down the stretch. Maybe they'll 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 start prepping for twenty twenty four with, with Rodgers. Might be smart to do that if he's able to play and give them a little bit of a spark. So critical matchup here for the Dolphins. Without Tyreek Hill, let's see if they can actually win today or can the Jets continue with potential upset and get their first – well, they did win two in a row earlier in the year, but can they get another two-win game winning streak going? Yeah, well, um, when it comes to Tyreek Hill, um, if I remember correctly, he came back in the game late last week, late in the game last week. So this seems to be more like them just saying, you know what, there's no reason we should – we should lose to the Jets, so we're just gonna give them a week off because they got the Cowboys next week. If so, you know, um, when it comes to Rodgers, there's no point in bringing him back. I mean, they're not making the playoffs. Okay, if they win, they they have a chance. So okay, maybe, but they're not gonna win this game. And uh, if they're out of the playoff race, there's absolutely no point in bringing him back because you just let them rest. Let him let him heal up, and then you bring him back next year, and hope that he's healthy. I mean, just to bring him back, just to feed his ego. You know, you call him the narcissist. That would be the only reason he would come back if they're out of the playoff races. Just his his big ego. You know, wants to be praised in the media for being tough and you know all that. But otherwise, for this game, yeah. Even without Tyree Kill, the Dolphins should have should put up a bunch of points. Um, so. Any game where a team puts up a lot of points, the Jets have no chance. So, Dolphins are going to win this one. Final score, I'm going to say 33-10. to 10. Mm. Well, like I said, I mean, I know that you know last week was kind of bizarre for both teams. Both teams had bizarre results for what they've been. You know, the Jets get a surprising win, and then the Dolphins get a surprising loss at home to a lesser team. And this is problem, problematic because, yeah, I had my Dolphins in my top two in the AFC team, but that's only because of their record. They haven't shown that they have been able to be a competitive team or a top team. And, they, and they're and they going to the playoffs. John Bon Jovi there at the Patriots game today. But anyway, stay off topic, get off topic there. But still, it's a very interesting situation for, for Miami, you know, without Tyreek Hill. I mean... Obviously, they have a big matchup on next week on Christmas Eve with the with the Cowboys coming down there 
and that's obviously going to have big time implications, potential implications for February. Obviously, we're talking about two overrated, overrated postseason teams. So at the end of the day, when I look at it, when I see myself in in in, in the mirror, if I'm Tua, I have to have a big game today. I have to play well, and this and but this is a Jets defense that's obviously one of the best in the business. So it's going to be tough to score points, and without Tyree out there taking off the top of, of, of the corners, it's going to be very it's going to be very interesting to see who takes over. Jalen Wild, this should be the game of the year for him. He should have a big game, and I think he will have a decent game. But unlike you, I don't think it's going to Miami's going to put up a lot of points. I think this is going to be a a a, a tough rock'em sock'em kind of game because Miami's offense is kind of taking a step back in the last few weeks from what they've been. So I'm going to go with Miami, but this is unlike you, this is going to be a battle. You know, it's not going to be like, like their first matchup on black Friday. I think, you know, Zach Wilson has a little bit of momentum. It's not like he's done great, but he's got momentum. The team's got a little bit of momentum and they'll find a way to make this a competitive game to the end. So I'm going to go with Miami as well. Final score 20 to 10. All right, we'll see. We'll see. All right. Um, all right, we're going to go to um, uh, we're going to go we're going to go to the Sunday night matchup. My Ravens and Jacksonville potential playoff preview. These two teams could see each other again next month. Obviously a lot on the line here. Baltimore could be one step closer to the one seed in the in the AFC being that they have the best record and nobody is sharing that with them right now. Jacksonville's coming off a tough loss. and They've not looked good the last few weeks. Obviously, Jacksonville trying to stay in the postseason race, losers of their last two. Like I said, Dougie P, gotta get, gotta get this team going. The, mo- the momentum is going the wrong in the wrong direction for this team. They want to contend for, if they think they can contend for the one seed. Like I said, very critical matchup Obviously, the Ravens, like I said, guy get guy get that one seed to help to help Lamar Jackson and, and their confidence going into into January. So a critical matchup for both teams tonight, and we'll see what happens. Go ahead. All right. Well, um, yeah, this one's my lock of the week, man. Um, when you talk about Jacksonville, yeah, they haven't looked good lately. Um, Trevor Lawrence is playing with that ankle injury. But even more so, just look at the, the way they've played this season. Um, they're 0-3 against teams that have top seven defenses. Again, they lost to Cleveland, San Francisco, Kansas City. Um, in those three in those three games, they haven't topped 300 total yards once. Um, they're 2-4 and four at home. This Baltimore has the number two defense in the NFL. Um, Baltimore's won seven of their last eight. They're the number one seed in the playoffs if the season ended today. Um, you look at a lot of that type of stuff. It doesn't look good for Jacksonville this week, man. Um, I will say, you know, this this actually Sunday night. This is their first um, their first Sunday night appearance in 14 years. That's how long it's been that since this. That's how bad oh, this franchise has been. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, they haven't been in this spotlight very much. But uh, either way, I don't think it's going to matter, man. I just think with the injury to Lawrence. You know, he's not at 100% with the way they've played against top-notch defenses. 
yeah, and the way they played lately, yeah, this one Baltimore's going to win by at least two scores, I think. I don't, I don't think this is going to be a good game. So I'm going with Baltimore, and I'm going to say the final score is going to be 38-20. to 20. Well, like I said, things haven't gone well for Jacksonville over the last several weeks. You know, like you said, Jer- Trevor Lawrence, he's playing with an ankle injury. I mean, he's tougher than a lot of quarterbacks in this league. I mean, he's not going to falter and, and let somebody else take over for him. You know, it's been a very tough year for NFL quarterbacks and injuries. And But he's not missed a start, and he won't miss the start, obviously, tonight. But, yeah, like you said, you brought up the fact that they, they have struggled against top defenses this year. And Baltimore is obviously up there. They might be the best that they are going to face this season. So... You know, things are just not going well for Jacksonville. And like you said, another problem is they four of their five losses this year have, play, have been in Duval County. So things are just not going well for Jacksonville. I mean, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens here. I mean, you know, Baltimore, they can't let things go out of their way because they while they're playing good, while they're playing really, really good, they are, they are vulnerable. They can be vulnerable. And Lamar Jackson... He's had some tough. He's had some tough, some tough situations, you know. Lately, they barely beat the Rams one last week. So, I mean, I expect them to to, to play well. Obviously, this is their was their their second their second uh in the last what four three or four weeks Sunday night game because they played in L A with the Chargers a couple weeks ago. So, like I said, this should be a, an interesting matchup. At the end of the day, I feel like it's going to be a battle. You know these two teams and everything else. So, at the end of the day, I'm gonna I agree with you, or maybe I I might not agree with you. I'm agree with you on the result. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Ravens. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. But I don't think it's gonna be a blowout. I think I think Jacksonville, knowing the stage they're on, they're gonna try to play as best as they can. They're gonna play as tough as they can. And I think this is gonna be a battle. I do think it's gonna be a battle for most of the game. So, but I'm going to go with my Ravens. You're right. Ravens will will play, will do well. And the final score, 29 to 23. Okay, okay. Oh, I, I said this is my lock of the week, but I didn't give you the spread. The spread's, the Baltimore's giving three and a half. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. All right, now to, that's your lock of the week. Now to, to my game of the week. And I would never think I would play the Cowboys as my game of the week. But this is the game of the week. And this is Fox's game of the week. Everybody in the country, if they get a doubleheader for Fox, which I think they do, but if they if they are, this is the game you get to see at later in the afternoon, and that's both, uh, the the Cowboys going to Buffalo. And this is a very critical matchup, very critical for both teams. Dallas kind of knows the Eagles are vulnerable right now. We're going to get to the Eagles in just a moment because there's a, there's some big news, some big news going on with us, but they know that the Eagles are vulnerable at the moment, and if they can win this game, a chance at the division, winning this division goes way up, way up for them. They currently buy the tiebreaker and lead the division, even though they don't hold the tiebreaker, but but because of, because of the head-to-head matchup last week, they currently are back in first place. For, Buff- for Buffalo, they have played very, they're trying to turn this around Coming off a controversial win for, for last week, not because of them, it's because of what the Chiefs did, but in any controversial. But the Bills know they can't afford to lose this game 
if they want to make the playoffs. And they still have an outside chance to win the, the division, though that's a long shot for where I'm sitting or standing. But I, I keep saying I'm sitting, but I'm not. But anyway, this is a critical matchup here for both teams. It's my game of the week. Somebody's got to win. Rain's going to be in the forecast. It's going to be raining. It's going to be a little windy out there in Buffalo. So critical matchup for both teams needing this needing this W to, to extend their situation. So get, get to this matchup. All right. I assume since we're all way up to these games, there's a game that you forgot about, but we, we don't have to talk about it. If you don't want to. What was that? What, what game did I forget? Green Bay, Tampa. Oh, yeah. Let, let's get to that first. Sorry. I didn't even realize Green Bay and Tampa. I, I didn't even know I missed that game. <laughs> it's fine. Ahead, I mean, we don't have to go into much with it, man. All right. Go ahead. You just make a prediction of this game. I don't know. Yeah. Um, the only thing I'll say about the games is um, the two teams that are in the, in the playoff race, and both have been playing pretty good lately. Um, Green Bay's won four of their six, last six. Tampa's won their last two. Um, just the one key, the key matchup I'm looking at here is Tampa Bay's rushing game versus the Green Bay's pat rush defense. Um, Tampa ranks 29th in the NFL in rushing offense, but the last three games they've had 125 or more yards in each game. Um, first time they've done that since uh, 2015. Um, Green Bay, they've allowed 140 or more rushing yards in five straight. So that's the big the big matchup there to watch. Otherwise, the only thing I'll say about this game is Green Bay hasn't lost a home game in December since 2018. Um, and Tampa, obviously we know these Florida teams don't play well when they come up north in December. So Green Bay is going to win this one, and I'm going to say the final score will be 30-17. to 17. Yeah, it's going to be cold out there. The cold, right now, the coldest uh, cold, coldest game outdoors today. Temperatures in the upper 30s. Yeah, it's not good for Tampa. Now, these used to be division rivals back in the day, but obviously for Tampa, this is they're not a long-term division rival, but it, they, they have history. But like I said, this is a critical matchup for both teams if they, they want to get to the postseason. Obviously for Green Bay, they come off a tough loss last week on Monday night, but this is a critical game for both teams. You know, obviously Baker's not had a bad year for the standards that he's that he's been given for for the, for for the Bucks. He has twenty touchdowns and only eight picks, which is shocking. Yeah, he has less interceptions than Jalen Hurts. Weird, but yeah, it's going to be interesting. Jordan Love has obviously played very good ball over the last several weeks, but then again, traditions are made to be broken. Last week was their first. Green Bay was their first loss in December under Matt Lafleur. And like you've also mentioned just now, they haven't lost a lost a home. A, 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 sorry, they haven't lost a home game under Matt Lafleur in December, and not since 2018. So, yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting. But I'm gonna go with Green Bay slightly. I'm gonna go with them slightly. I think it's gonna be a battle, and I'm gonna go with the final score, 26 to 24. It's gonna be a battle. It could be the best game of the day. On, on, for where I'm, for what I think is going to happen. So, Green Bay slightly twenty four twenty six. Okay. All right, that's not my game of the week. This is my game of the week. Now get to it with the Buffalo and Dallas. I already previewed what I said. All right. Yeah. So with this one, man, um, you're talking about two teams that have a lot to play for. Two teams that are playing well lately. 
Um, Dallas has won five straight. We've seen with Buffalo since they fired um, Ken Dorsey and made Joe Brady their offensive coordinator. Uh, Josh Allen has turned his season around. Um, he's playing way better, and the Bills are back in the uh, not only the playoff race, but the division race. Um, and we saw him obviously beat the Chiefs last week. The uh, One thing for this game, Dallas, they're, at home they're amazing. They're 7-0 at home this year. They've outscored their opponents 279 to 108. But on the road, they're just mediocre, man. They're 3 and 3. Uh they've outscored their opponents, but it's a, a difference of 142 to 125. Um Yeah, yeah, they're just not that good on the road, man. And that's why they need help, but that's why they need to somehow pull off the number 1 seed cuz if they don't and they have to go on the road, they're not beating the Eagles, they're not beating the uh Niners, they're not, they're not even going to beat the Lions if they have to go to Detroit. I'm telling you right now. Um, and, you know, coming off that huge win against the Eagles last week, this could be a potential sort of letdown game. You know, teams overlook the Bills. And they come and, and, that, and that highly emotional victory, this could be one where they, they kind of don't come out that great, especially since it's, it's in Buffalo. Um, and Buffalo, man, they're fighting for their lives. They need to win every game. And if they can win this one, you look at their schedule the rest of the way. They play um, the Patriots and um, another bad team. I forget who the other team that they play is. But they play a bad team next week. Then they play the Patriots. And then they play the Dolphins. So if they can win this game, uh, there's a high probability that 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 Dolphins game is going to be for the division. Um, And I think Buffalo is going to pull it off today. Um, It's going to be tight, but I do think, uh, I do think Buffalo comes out early and takes an early lead. Dallas kind of fights back and makes it close, but Buffalo holds on. So I'm going to go with the Bills and the final score is going to be 27, 23. Well, obviously, this is a very critical matchup for both teams. And the Bills, obviously, are coming off a big win last week. You know, and, you know, like I said, they changed the coordinator. And, obviously, that's helped Josh Allen. But Josh Allen has played the same way no matter who who calls it. You you and I call the offensive plays. But things have not gone – you know, things have to go better. They have to play better. And they have to do, you know, a lot better. And they're still kind of – you know, they're still kind of iffy. They didn't play the greatest game last week, but they played well enough to win. Obviously, for Dallas, yeah, they're a different team on the road. They average at home; they average thirty-nine points per game on the road this year. They average about twenty-three. So, obviously, that's it's a it's a difficult deal for Dallas to to you know because of any team in the NFL that needs home field advantage, and there's not many teams fighting for it, but. Between them, the Eagles and the and the Forty Niners, they you're absolutely right. They need the most because they're not a strong road team, and you know they may have their difficulties if they want to get back to. They actually want to get over this hump at nearly three decades old. But we'll see what happens. I mean, obviously the weather is going to be a factor. It's going to rain. There might be wind. So it's going to be interesting to see how how the, how Dallas does this, and you know. Obviously, Buffalo should be used to it, and this should be very. It should be a competitive game. I think it's going to be more competitive than you even you're thinking. I think Dallas is going to come in here and, and do well, but but obviously, 
this is going to be a tight game, and obviously in a tight game, I could trust Josh Allen more than Dak. You know, Dak is fighting for a potential MVP honor, potentially, and we'll see what happens here. But, you know, I'm going to agree with you. I think the Bills will find a way. And this is one of those games they have to find a way because they cannot afford a loss. They cannot afford to lose any more games. They're two games behind Miami starting the day. Like you said, there's a obviously an outside chance that they, they could still win the division, though it's a long shot. They have to make up two games in, the, in these final four weeks. So, I mean, Dallas could play, a, obviously, a, technically, in these next two weeks, a role in who wins the AFC East because they do play Miami next week. So, I'm going to go with with uh, with Buffalo, and we'll see the final score is twenty nine to twenty four. Okay. All right, we're going to get to this matchup here, but we do have some breaking news for the Eagles. Obviously, obviously there has been issues with the defense over the last couple of weeks, and now there has been a change of strategy. Matt Patricia is going to be calling the plays over Sean Desai. <laughs> yes, I, I got word from Jay Glazer that 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 is cha- that tomorrow night he'll be calling the defensive plays. Darius Slay is out for the rest of the regular season. He had orchestrated knee surgery on Friday, so he's out for the rest of the regular season. He should be back for at least the wild card round or divisional round, probably the wild card round. That's when he will most likely will be back. Jalen Hurts has not been feeling well. He has the flu, apparently. That's what I'm hearing. They didn't say they didn't disclose what kind of illness, but I'm, I would assume he's got the flu, and he has not been feeling well this week. If this game was today, he probably wouldn't be able to play. So he still has an outside chance to play, but yeah, he, he's he's not doing too great, apparently over the last over the last couple of over the last couple of um the last couple of days. So. Those those are big issues for the Eagles going into this very critical matchup. To try to stop the bleeding here after two tough losses in a row. For the Seahawks, like I said, they they, they need to get their act together. Like the Eagles, a losing streak themselves, four straight losses by an average of of fifteen points per game. Unfortunately, they may not have Geno Smith either. Geno Smith has the groin issue. And he did not play last week and may not play tomorrow night either. So it could be the battle of the backup quarterbacks. So choose wisely when you make your prediction because it may not it may not be Hurts that starts. It may be your cousin, your your boy, your cousin, Mariota, getting the opportunity. Everybody's been dreaming about this for eight years. All these Chip Kelly homers have been dreaming about this for eight years. And he might actually get an opportunity to at least start one game. So if very critical matchup as the Eagles try to, for the first time, beat Pete Carroll's Seattle Seahawks. So go ahead. All right. Well, first of all, Hurts is playing, man. Um, I mean, this they're, 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 they can play with the injury report and all that all they want. He's going to play. Okay. Um, how effective he'll be? Well, hopefully he's got enough fluids and he, he, he's feeling decent enough that he'll be all right. Um and I, I do need him to play because he's my number one quarterback in my two quarterback league, the league that I have, Justin Fields. So, you know, I need him. It's the playoffs. But uh, he's playing. Don't even question. Um, that is some big news there with ben, Patricia, man. Um, 
they they really need to find somebody to call plays for uh, for uh, Brian Johnson too because he's horrible. But hope maybe with uh, maybe with Hertz being sick and not feeling a hundred percent, maybe that'll actually uh, force this guy to actually run the ball and come out and, and come out with a run heavy attack and let the offensive line, the best offensive line in the NFL, let them dominate at the line of scrimmage like they could if we actually gave him a chance. Um, and they are changing stuff up, though. So, you know, I guess that's another change-up they're doing with, with Patricia. But, you know, they are changing some other stuff up, too. You know, um, um, they had a full practice in pads on Thursday. That's something that they'll, they, they, nobody does normally during the season. And uh, we already know, like, Sirianni in, in training camp and everything has been pretty soft with these guys. So forcing them to have a, a full pads practice, yeah. I mean, he's obviously pissed, and maybe that helps send a message to this team. Um, both these teams are kind of slumping, though, you know. Uh, obviously, the Eagles lost their last two. Seattle lost four straight for the first time under Pete Carroll. Like you said, Geno Smith's questionable. I think he's going to play. I'm going to assume he's playing. The only thing about the one thing about this game, though, um, we're talking about the two guys. They're not playing each other. They're not going head to head. But um, we're talking about the two fa- the two favorites for defensive rookie of the year playing tonight or tomorrow. Um, obviously, Jalen Carter, and then Devin Witherspoon has been awesome too. He he was actually my pick, my preseason pick when we did our awards picks for defensive rookie of the year. And it's down to those two for Defensive Rookie of the Year. Nobody else is even close. So, we'll see. But, um, yeah, man, the Eagles just have to come out and run the ball. They come out and run the ball, and they play uh, strong enough on defense. Obviously, like you said, with with Slay out, that's going to put a little bit extra on the secondary. But our defensive line should be able to dominate the line of scrimmage as well. And, again, we're a team that's built on lines. we got to let our lines dominate. And if we just do that... And just play our game, the game that we should be playing. This shouldn't even be a, a close game, even if Hurts isn't a hundred percent. All he's going to have to do is hand the ball off, make a couple throws. He, all he has to do is be game manager for this one, man. No turnovers, no turnovers. That's the biggest thing. We can't keep turning the ball over. Um, I think they're going to come through, and I'm going to say the final score is going to be thirty-one to twenty. <sighs> Like I said, this is going to be very interesting. I mean, this it's been a very interesting week, and obviously the Eagles need to get their ass where it's at now because we're getting close to the postseason. Dallas has, catch, has caught up. They're back in this division race. They actually are by style points in first place. There's no style points, but by, situa- by winning situation, they're in first place right now. And like I said, Eagles know that if they finish the season with all, if they win their last four, then they still will win the NFC East. Even though wing getting the one seed might be a long shot at this point, depending on what the 49ers do. But this is a very critical matchup for both teams. And like I said, with the Eagles having their issues this week with uh, Jalen Hurts being sick, and obviously now they lost Darius Slay for the rest of the regular season, and they want to, you know, fix things up. I'm sure. If Sirianni, if Brian Johnson struggles in this in this game, and it's possible, if he struggles calling the offense today, then there's a very good chance he will make some changes going into going down the stretch here these final three weeks. Even though the schedule does get much lighter, that doesn't mean that doesn't mean anything in this league, especially in this league. As 
as the Dolphins last week, how they blew blew two touchdown lead in, at home in three minutes. But still, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Now, like I said, we are playing Seattle, and you would think it's an easy matchup. On paper, it might be, but it is not. They have not beaten the Seahawks since Pete Carroll took over in 2010. They're set, he is 7-0 and in cooling playoff in doing playoffs. So, Sirianni has yet to play the, C- the Seattle Seahawks as a head coach. And Jalen Hurts, and here's something you did not bring up, and, and this is something that you, and you're the big numbers guy, and you're the big guy that opens things up. If Jalen Hurts wins, if he starts, and if he wins this game tomorrow night, at 25 years old, think about it, he's only 25, he would have beaten every NFC team. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I forgot to mention that. Yeah. Yes, that is unbelievable. He have, would have beaten half, almost half the teams in the league already. <laughs> he probably has already beaten half the teams, but every NFC, every conference team, which is really hard to believe. But that just tells you that the elite. He's got elite in him. But obviously, yeah, things have not been good the last couple of weeks. So this is a very critical night. Tomorrow night's a very critical game, and I've given up my bowling once again since it's a Monday night game. And I you know Buck and Aikman will be up there, so Peyton and Eli will, will have the other coverage on, on ESPN too. So it's a very big deal. But I think this is this is a game the Eagles have to win. They have to find a way. This is they can't they can't afford to lose this game because they can't give Dallas any more momentum. And obviously they've already given up home field advantage. So they need this win. And I think I think this is gonna be a struggle, but I do think the Eagles will find a way. Something tells me this is a game that they're going to have to deal. They're going to have to deal with the noise, and and Seattle. No matter if it's if it's Geno Smith or Drew Locke, they're going to have to struggle with them. But they're the better. We're the better team, and this is and, this, and hey, we we broken one one miss at Andy Reid on a Monday night in in Kansas City. We can do this too. So I'm going to go with Eagles as well. Not going to be easy, and your your score thing. They're going to be. It's going to be pretty comfortably it's not going to be comfortable so i'm going to go with i'm going to go with the eagles cross my fingers hopefully everything works out and we and we take care of business and the final score 26 to 20 yeah all right well i will say man i got i have i've said it many times i have zero faith in geno smith and i have even less faith in drew Locke. so there's no. Well, I, mean, I, can, I, I can respect Geo Smith more than I can ever respect Drew Locke. I don't give a damn about Drew Locke. Well, I can I, play quarterback better than that bastard. Well, yeah, he's a bum. He's a bum. But um, that's what I'm saying, man. Whoever plays quarterback, I got zero faith in any of them. So I don't. I don't think they're gonna hang around with the Eagles. I think the Eagles are gonna put up points as long as they just run the ball. As long as we let the, the offensive line do its thing, that's all we need to do. Yeah. So that's all we have for this episode here. Like I said, we will be back on Wednesday. 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 No Thursday, no Tuesday, no another day. Wednesday, the look back returns. Back in our regular spot. No live show. And we will obviously look back on this game and whether stuff is going on in the league. A lot of critical, lot of critical stuff to talk about here as we get closer and closer to the postseason. So that's all we have for this episode. And enjoy your games. Hopefully your team does well. And we will talk Wednesday night. Wednesday. Yeah, bro.